This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. I'm so I'm just really excited I'm seeing Skrillex tonight. What's going on, guys? What, what's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Games Cube. I'm your host, yeah. David Hatfield. I wasn't sure what was happening. I didn't know what was happening. Nathan. Land of a thousand intros. <laughs> With me this week is Greg Miller. What's up, And gamer? Brian Altano. <laughs> and Anthony. <laughs> you got you guys. Hi. Anthony is uh, Anthony's tired. <laughs> Anthony's been away for a few oh, days. He's, been, he's all tuckered out from going to a resort. Oh <laughs> my god! I, I didn't say it was hard. I'm just oh, tired because I didn't sleep much. Barab. I went on a Call of Duty vacation. I will say uh, so without giving away where, where it was uh, <laughs> that I that I can't sleep in uh, hotels by myself, uh-huh. um, especially on a bed where there's where it's not against a wall. To where it's like open on yeah, the yeah. feet and the sides, mm-hmm. so Wait. I ended up pulling off the bedspread and all the pillows, and I made a, uh, a pillow uh, fort. I, I made a bed against in a corner against the wall. I didn't <laughs> sleep in the bed. The you're time. like a gorilla, like a little baby gorilla. <laughs> Why didn't you just crawl in bed with Tina? Well, I told I, one point, at one point I t- at one point I told her I said, "Can I can I come sleep on your floor?" And she, and she was like. She was like, can't you just uh, leave a light on? And I was like, fuck, I didn't want to text her back and be like, all the lights already are on. So, no, I just slept in so, Is it a scared thing or just like... Yeah, it's, it's a scared thing. Okay. It so, doesn't happen when I'm with other people, though. What about like... So but you live you alone sleep, now. Yeah, you sleep every night alone. But I have my home. bed against the wall, and I sleep against the wall with so a knife like next some kind to me. And he's a cat. So this is like a scared thing, wow. like a burglar breaking in. No, I don't know what it is. Okay. Was totally it irrational. Do you sleep in the fetal position? Uh, no, like but ball. I sleep on my side, facing out to the room. Was it particularly bad after Paranormal Activity three? Yeah. You how's that sitting so with you? How's that, that sitting <laughs> with you, Greg? It's horrible. It's just a horrible movie. It's you not. Know, it's not even that necessarily the movie's good. It's just the thinking about shit like that bothers yeah. me. I when I the more I think about it, the movie was not very good. There are some. There were some frightening images oh, yeah. in there. I thought. Yeah. Uh, that that came back to me a couple nights. The past oh couple yeah, nights, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah. So that, but that was the only thing. The movie's not very good. But, yeah. The know. movie's not very. But yeah, there's frightening moments that just make me think about things, and then I get, and then I freak myself out. They do too, do too many prequels, man. Like That's they, why uh, like, I don't like. I don't care about that movie. The backstory of Paranormal about, Activity. Yeah, when when we got to there. Back when they had shitty cameras. Like, what are they going to do? Fucking courtroom sketches. That's next? why I, I don't. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't actually mind sharing a room with people when we go to events and stuff. Because then I sleep well. See, I always I don't mind sharing rooms with people because it's always an adventure. I get to sleep alone every night, but now we're now we're like it's like a sleepover. We get to talk about we get to talk shit about all the other people from IGN there that we don't like. As long as they don't snore, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. I snore. Yeah. Which is why when I was in Gamescom, I slept in the bathtub while Colin slept in his bed. Well, Colin's got a hair trigger. 
Damon, Damon and I get along fine when we room because mm-hmm. I'm usually I. I, I, I how, do I snore? What, what's your maybe word? baby snores? Fifteen percent of the time. Yeah, and like it, it, it just breathing heavy gets Colin. So he said I was a borderline snorer, and that was that was enough. He he, he was having trouble in New York. No. Anyway, it is Blab. all all blab <laughs> blab blab. I'm Brad Miller. I can't roll my R's. <laughs> it's the Halloween weekend. It is. Oh, I like that. It's That's about good. there. Uh, we're having a party here in that. Well, we are having an IGN party somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in an undisclosed location. Um, Secrets. Me and my girlfriend are, are going to be a pair from Sin City. I'm going to be Clive Owen's character. I don't know what his name is. And are she's you, gonna are be... you guys going as black and white characters? Well, my, I'm, awesome. I'm like all... I'm not painting my face, but oh, like, well, oh, my, my clothing is all. I was, I was so the only color... Like a gray man. The only, well, the only color in that movie is red, and I have red, red. Converse, and she has a red bra. That she's okay. wearing with just a kimono over it. She's being that, the Asian assassin girl, Miho, right. I believe her name is. Awesome. It's going to be good. What, what, what are our, I'm what going, is everyone else's I'm costumes? Go, I hope I don't look at your girlfriend inappropriately. That sounds really, <laughs> that sounds really nice. It's Halloween, man. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually permitted on Halloween. Yeah. Okay. So it's fine. And now, I, Brian Altano, I'm going to tell the listeners what you've been thinking of dressing up as, and then they're going to bombard yeah. you with support, and I don't think there's a any support. way that you can back down. Uh, I'm, I'm going as... Uh, Seth Finkelstein. Yes. Uh, Otherwise known as Jewish Brian Altano. Jewish Brian Altano. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I will be dressed as a full-on rabbi. <laughs> I should bring my cousin. I have no yes. idea. I have no idea what I'm going to do to my girlfriend. What, I should I just throw a sheet over her? I would... Uh, with a hole in it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. If I was going to dress up my cousin, I'd put him in, like, a shirt that says, like, world's best grandpa, and then, like, a thing that says, like, class of 2005, you mm-hmm. know, because he never went to high school, but he just goes and buys whatever hats he can find. Yeah. You could put a cardboard Home Depot behind him. Exactly, exactly, or just a sign that says Trabajo. You should just, yeah, you should just come as your cousin. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I actually had people comment to me on Twitter in Spanish, and I think they called me racist, but I, was, but I don't understand Spanish enough, so I'll have to have my cousin translate. Anytime people ask me, no matter what I do now, they're like, oh, you know, you gotta go be Jewish Brian Altano again. I don't care if it gets you fired, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Like, hmm, that's a big gamble, sir. <laughs> It'll be hilarious. I don't know don't if I feel like rolling those dice. Yeah. And Greg, your costume. Last year, you remember I went as Black Lantern and Greg, mm-hmm. where you know a Black Lantern ring had reanimated mm-hmm. my corpse. This year, I'm I'm going pre that in being a Green Lantern, Greg. Mm-hmm. So, not super exciting, but nerdy for me. So you're going as a Green Lantern? Yeah. Okay. But I, it'll, I'm not I'm not trying to be like Guy Gardner or Kyle Rayner. I'm I'm being Greg Miller. If I what my costume would be? It's, it was just a Green Lantern T-shirt. I wanted to it, go right? as a Commander from Star Trek, but I couldn't find anyone to dress up with me for my away team. Mm-hmm. Listeners, <laughs> if any of you have any uh, really Soaking great, great video game related costumes, we would love to see them. Send your photos to gamescoop at IGN.com and we will either appreciate or mock them. No girls, though. No, what? No, that's the opposite. <laughs> uh, we got our first uh, little information on the follow up to Limbo. Oh my God. From developer Playdead. You know, I don't know if you guys know this. Limbo. It's High Jump. Limbo's a really good game. Yep. I know that. I love it. One of my favorite games of this generation. Uh, it has been the follow-up is not Limbo Two. It has been in production for over a year, which makes uh-huh. sense because Limbo, Limbo came out a year ago. Uh, it will look very different from Limbo and be in color. <gasps> oh my God! They're changing Wait, everything. Man. We love Damon. Uh, one of the developers at Playdead, uh, Dino Patti, he sure. says it's more 3D than you would think. Huh? Okay. Kind of a confusing. How does it top down shoot? Anthony, how three D how three D do you think it would be? Uh, I don't even know. See, this guy's foreign, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, something got lost in translation there. <laughs> he says, "I think it looks crazy good. I'm really proud of it already." All right. Well, you should. You're working on it. I mean, at least he's even if he's not if English isn't his first language, he's got our our slang down yeah, pretty well. We do say crazy good. Uh, he says, "I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be great." Brat, brat. <laughs> It's going to be mad fat. Busy town. <laughs> Please can we get busy town? Sure. Oh man, it's getting busy town in here. No one will ever say that. That will never no, catch we can, on. We can keep that going. I'm pretty that sure. Can be, you know, Anthony, you're always looking for a catchphrase. You can get it on every podcast. I'm not looking for catchphrase. Oh, yeah, you guys busy are looking town. for me. You need one. I'm pretty no. sure the IGN Halloween party is going to be busy town. It's going to be busy town. Uh, he says the next project is more crazy than Limbo. If he if he said that was crazy, it's more weird in many ways. Mm-hmm. More right. weird in many mm-hmm. ways. But they don't want to reveal the game until 
they're almost ready to release it. He just says, uh, our production time is long. We don't want to tire people out. I hate when big publishers show something one or two years before the launch. I want to have an announcement one month before, maybe two weeks before or something. Jesus, wow. two weeks before? Yeah, that's what he said. No way. If they find a publisher, I'm sure the publisher will be like, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get out there a little bit ahead of that. And finally, they're hoping for a multi-platform launch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It started on, it was a 360 exclusive for a year. For a long time. Long, yeah. Well, it was on PC also eventually. But then right. Well, but yeah, it took finally a year came to, to PS3. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the game's going to be about? Uh, abortions. <laughs> now, they said it's going to be even darker or something than before, so I'm just thinking it's, it's, like it's going to be a more 3D abortion scene. Yeah. I think it'll be your spider. And <laughs> you're, the spider. you're on these little. There's tell, all, the, tell the tale from the spider's all, point of view. There's all these little globes, and you're on them, and you're full. It's, what are you it's talking about? It like, it really, it's moving really fast. What are you stick with me. Stick about? with me. What do you mean? I'm giving you the game. <laughs> and then uh, you're on the little globes, and you're a spider, and there's enemies in between the globes. You have to fight, and then get to the next globe, and next globe. And it's it's going really, really fast. It's like super fast. And then they're going to zoom out, and it's going to turn out it was all dust floating through a keyhole. Greg, you would be you would be so awesome at at pot <laughs> at pot. Like if that was your thing, it was just like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna make up. Did some you games. really just come up with that out of nowhere? Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. That's amazing. He needs his own show where he just does that. Have we ever? We have, we we've talked about this before. The way Greg Miller's mind works. Mm-hmm. There's a black hole, and he reaches into it, mm-hmm. and whatever he pulls out, that's what he says to you. <laughs> What do I look like when I reach into like, Am I a little kid in my head reaching in? Your eyes actually roll into the back of your skull. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what he does when he dances. When he hears the songs he likes, he's like... All of your fingertips turn into question marks. Reach into a back. There was some speculation that the Wii U might be out before next summer. That was untrue. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo told us last night... Wii U in final form will be re- revealed at E3 yes. 2012. It's final form. I, I like, wait like to it's see an emboss that yeah. has multiple forms you have to battle it's through. Voltron. Yeah. Well, they hope they have a trailer for Batman Arkham City because I'm holding out. I don't want to play that until the Wii U version comes. <laughs> you think so. that'll be the definitive yeah. one? Yeah. Don't you want the uh, the Bat Vision to be a big square yep. you hold up to your TV? <laughs> Whenever I need detective mode, yeah. Or you answer the phone, like yeah. put it next to your ear. <laughs> Robin. Nintendo's president, Satoru Iwata, said, As we learned a bitter lesson with the launch of the Nintendo 3DS, we are trying to take every possible measure so that the Wii U will have a successful launch. Translation. Game systems uh, need some games. <laughs> We're trying to find some games before yeah. we... It would be nice to have a game or two with this thing. We tried We're working really hard where we had none. But We're working time. really hard on the re-release of Majora's Mask for <laughs> Wii U. That's all sorry. your problems are solved. Also, Nintendo uh, plus cats now has birds. Take that, kids. Mm. What's the matter, Anthony? Nothing. The Wii is just a... Dis- it's going to be a huge disaster. <laughs> is it? Mark my words. Why? Okay. We'll have Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 in stores this fall. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> We're being really mean. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, sorry. Not, Nintendo I, should just give up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want them to do? I love Nintendo. I'm going to buy the Wii U the day it comes start, out. Start being a game publisher, not a game system maker. That's never going to happen. It will happen, guaranteed. Whoa. Yeah. That's like, a gr- take it to the bank, that's Greg Miller's lock of the year. Yeah. It's every, my shoe in. That's everything, all right? That's every year someone's like, oh, Nintendo's going to go third party, and Mario and Halo are going to get married. It never happens. I'm not saying right now. I'm not saying next never year. I'm happens. saying it's going to happen. Never they happens. just took a huge loss. What's the timeline? Five decade, years? In the next decade. In the next decade. Okay. I, I think maybe they put out... I, I, here's the thing, everybody. You think we're being mean. We're not being that mean. We're making a lot of jokes because we're having a lot of fun. Hey, that's it, yeah. The fact of the matter is, no, I'm, I'm not personally excited for the Wii U, and I don't get it, and I've played that one game, Chase Me, which is really fun, but it's not going to be fun enough next E3 when I see it again in Final Form or whatever. So it's, <laughs> it sounds form. like Final they're form. setting up a very... Not unimpressive debut for this thing. They lost a lot of goodwill with the 3DS and the Wii. Exactly, and now and now their their, stu- their profits Zelda are down. I say they get they're going to get Kirby this out, and, and if it doesn't <laughs> turn the corner, if it doesn't hit, blah blah blah, blah then I would think their next system would be their last system. Maybe they get the one, one after more. the Wii U. That may, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm going off of pretty much Sega's model. Mm. Saturn, oh no, crap! Oh, and here's Dreamcast. Oh, crap! So you get you get two failed consoles before you back out of the hardware market. Is before that, you're gone forever. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I, because I mean the Sega Wii U was Saturn. a huge commercial success. Yeah, so you're saying Saturn and Dreamcast, and then you you put out Wii U. If it doesn't get adopted and it fails, then you, they're gonna then they'll finally go crap. We need to be cutting edge. We need to be ahead of the game. Here's a fat you know internet one that has internet that works. One that has this. One has graphics that are comparable to the 720 and the PS5. But we're talking that would be like <laughs> ten years from now. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, it could be a ways off. Yeah. 
Maybe even, yeah, Xbox we'll see. 7, 20, 10 years from now, huh? Well, no, but I'm saying in Nintendo, in Nintendog years. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually not a, a, an entirely controversial statement that Greg Miller's making, because he has the rest of his life for, <laughs> yeah. for Nintendo to maybe Check go... Check back in 10 years <laughs> as Greg Miller, the world's saddest 40-year-old video game journalist. <laughs> Greg, how can people get a real Batman Arkham City cover if they got the uh, collector's edition? You go to IGN.com, and you, well, you actually, honestly. Is it awful? The collector's edition is awful? There's no it? case. It's one of those games where you buy it, and you come with a little statue, and you open it up, and it's, there's an art book with the, the disc in the back. And I said, that's dumb. I want to put that's it on my weird, disc right? on the like, shelf. Wait, that's almost like a punishment. Like, I mean. Totally. DC Universe Online did it, too. Uh, I know Uncharted's putting it into a steel case, which is different, because then it still fits in your shelf. Mm-hmm. But all the same, I want all my games lined up, and I especially want continuity and sequels. So on IGN, we put up uh, some custom covers for both 360 and PS3 versions. You could print off and then put in, you know, Who made you open the up whatever. Our art guys. Not, you know, uh. I don't know. I think it was Mike Cruz. Big ups, Mike. And then, uh, <laughs> anyways, but just Google, yeah, get a real Arkham City cover. It was Tyroot. IGN. Tyroot doesn't. If it was Tyroot, it would just be muscle milk cartons. That's all it is. <laughs> DC Universe Online goes free to play next week. I can't believe it. Wow. Late October, eh, early November, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it, November 1st? I, do, I actually didn't write it. Goldfarb wrote it for me. Let me, let me yeah, search for a date down. here. Mm-hmm. He hit it. Yeah. yeah. He wants you to read the whole article. Anyways, yeah, yeah DC Universe finally going free to play. This is a, should be a lesson to everyone. Don't make an November MMO first, and then not make it free to play to start. Yeah, well, it looks <laughs> like every other MMO well, in like the last year is gun free to play. Now here, here's one of the most refreshing things about the DC Universe Online guys. When I interviewed them about when they announced it was going free to play, I was like, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they said, you know, this was our plan all along, but it was one of those things where it turned out this was an expensive game to make, and we had to pay in the beginning. So I thought that I was like, oh well, thanks for being honest at least that you know yeah. this had to happen or whatever. Uh, Anthony doesn't, uh, not, that doesn't make Anthony happy. I, I don't think that that's true. I bet you that if they they'd had enough subscribers, they would have never made it free to play. But they were hopeful, and then when the big franchise of comic book crossover didn't happen, they were like, "Ah, shit! Everyone else is making money off free to play. Let's do that too." Yeah, there's something to be said to that, probably. We'll see. Damon's no. all set to pick it up now. They Star Wars, oh, yeah. Old Republic. I've been waiting for this. Star Wars, Old Republic is exciting. That will be a free to play game in a year. I bet too. So mark my words. Uh, lots of words. Lots of words are being today. marked in this game. See, what number are we? What at? is that? Two twenty-three. Two twenty-three. I'm what feeling that? especially prophetic. What does that statement literally mean? Mark my words. It was uh, an invention from the highlighter company. <laughs> it's totally not true. It's when it's because back in the day, every person used to have a stenographer with them at all times. Mark my words. Twelve twenties. <laughs> that would be really expensive to just have a pocket stenographer with you everywhere. I was under back the impression in the days. that when uh, Mrs. Twain died. Mark mm-hmm. Twain scooped up all her papers and said, I'm going to publish these under my name. And she went, Mark. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no, 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 no. These quotes will all be me. Quotable, notable me. <laughs> and he jumped on that raft. And he was going and he looked like Colonel Sanders in that white suit. I want to I wanna drink tea and play bridge, I would, bridge with you guys in like 60 years. I would like to years, uh, point out that all I, these jokes will still be really funny. I, I'd like to point out that there's an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation no way. Where, where they go back in time and Mark Twain figures out that they're from the future, yeah. travels to the future, and decides to live in the future on the Enterprise. Well, that's awesome. Do they let him stay? Yeah, they let him stay, because he, <laughs> he's made aware they can't just send him back. This, that's crazy you said that, because I wanted to talk about the episode of Dennis the Menace, where they have the frog races, and there's, I forget the girl's name. The cartoon or the, yeah, the, cartoon, the show? The cartoon. Okay. This is the, the, the cartoon. And they had frog races, and Mark Twain's there, but they don't know he's Mark Twain, because it's the Mark Twain frog racing festival or whatever, and Mark Twain whispers to his frog before the frog gets to run. And then his frog wins. And Dennis is like, well, what did you tell him? He said, I told him if he won, I'd let him go. <laughs> <laughs> it might have just been if you race as hard as you wanted to, I'd let you go. I don't know. But the frog won, and then he let him go, and then he kind of disappeared. He was, he was a ghost talking to Dennis the Menace and the girl with the glasses and the red hair. When did Mark Twain become a pan-dimensional traveler? <laughs> I don't know. Star Trek. When they, they ran out of script ideas. Oh, yeah. Clearly. There's definitely some Star Trek episodes. <laughs> like, like, the guy came in the writer's room and was like, all right, guys, this is it. Uh, we're getting Mark Twain on on board the Enterprise. Same with you. That's a cool sounding episode. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. It's kind of like when in that Lois... That might be the only episode you, I've ever watched. Do you remember in Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, oh, of when H.G. Wells no. had a real time machine? <laughs> no, he, I do not. he was a reoccurring character for a while there. He kept coming back. That would be annoying. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs>
Greg, you, re- you reviewed the Fruit Ninja on uh, Connect. I did. Yeah? Yeah. Which is it's okay. It's decent. I don't remember what I gave it. I remember not being happy with it. Yeah. Not, like, mad at it. <laughs> you, but it, was, it wasn't fun to play all the time. But if someone had a chance to get it for free... Yeah, oh yeah, totally. They'd yeah, go sure. for it, right? Oh, of course, yeah. Because I've got ten free codes. No, you do not! For Fruit Ninja on Connect, and I actually have... This is the, for the full package. There's been two DLC packs released for it. This is going to get you the, the DLC wow. packs, too. It's going to get you the, the chicks, too, or the guys, depending on who you are. You're at the bar, you're like, yeah. it's closing time, you're like, you don't want to say you want to Back in my house, I've got this Fruit Ninja Connect game, you know? And she's like, do I, I have that on my phone. You're like, shut up, get me like, yeah, <laughs> Now you are the controller. That's what now you're you, Now you can chop the fruit. What do you say we go back on and we turn on that episode of Star Trek? Why are where Mark Twain gets on the Enterprise, <laughs> plays the Fruit Ninja Connect too. Take a bubble bath. So, listeners, if you want, <laughs> slide that in there. There I, you go. Plus a bubble bath. And I'm six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've got ten of these codes to give away, listeners. If you want one, email me gamescoop at ign.com. Put Fruit Ninja in the subject line and, and tell uh, us your favorite Mark Twain quote. No, that's not even really oh, somebody, necessary. Can they tell us their favorite fruit? How about an they inst- can? They can. An instant win is to find on YouTube the Dennis the Menace cartoon. I want to see this again. Send me that clip. It's got to be there. Everything's on YouTube. Uh, yes. Anyway, gamescoop at ign.com. Fruit Ninja in the subject line. I've got ten codes to give away. One more twin Dennis the Menace episode. Want to give a big shout out? Uh, thank you to John Jameson, who was kind enough to share a code for the Catwoman DLC in Batman Arkham Aww. City with me. Nice guy. It was great. Uh, he also something he would like to say, but I feel like it's something that Greg should say for a minute. I don't know that I could really do it justice there. It's down at the bottom there. What, what uh, John Jameson wants to say. Okay. This is in in John Jameson. Also, I would just like to say Skyrim. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that is all. <laughs> Fuck yeah, indeed. John Jameson. That's in the uh, office. I know where I'm going. Our own raging Canadian is mm-hmm. playing it right now. He's probably beat it by now. He he got he got it. He finished the work he had to do for the day. And he he rode his bike home. Yeah, he, I wanted home. to just I wanted to sing alongside with him while he was like it's like I'm going to play some Skyrim. He got on his bicycle and just escaped like he was flying. <laughs> run, <the> Charles, <laughs> run as fast as you can. Home exactly. As he was as he was riding home, he's like stealing bread from the yeah. bread merchant as he rides by. What if we never saw him again? <laughs> Charles rode off on his bike and we never saw him again. I pictured the front doors of IGN just burst open and he would just fly into the clouds. Just gone forever. Descending. He's in a better place. Uh, Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hi, listeners. This is John Abraham. Good name. Uh, Greg, he's got a question for you. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering if you've got any news on the upcoming PlayStation Vita title, Uncharted Golden Abyss, and if it will have a multiplayer mode. We have tons of news on Uncharted Golden Abyss. You can check it out at IGN.com. You put in a little search box, Uncharted colon, and then as soon as you do that, wait a second, and it'll put Golden Abyss under that. If you start to write Golden, it'll stop. And wait till you get <laughs> wait, to the end of that Wait word. a minute. And then, wait, it'll, wait a minute. then if you let it sit, it'll um, <laughs> Yes. Do you mean... Or do you mean this... Yes. Is, as far as multiplayer, no, not there's no multiplayer confirmed or denied yet. Um, it's by Sony Bend, which uh, here's a gut reaction. I would tell you no, there won't be multiplayer. However, it's by Sony Bend who did the Siphon Filters and their last game, Res- Resistance Retribution, which actually had a really nice uh, online suite, especially for a PSP game where you had clans and online infrastructure and all the stuff that you don't normally see on PSP. So possible. Hold your breath. We have more. We're more. We're talking more Uncharted stuff. Okay. This is Alan. And I'm afraid you're not going to let the subject oh, line... Oh, you want a biased fanboy? <laughs> I've played the Subway beta, and I can tell you this game does not deserve a 10. <laughs> One! <laughs> uh, subject line, Greg Miller failed me. Oh, here we oh. go. I'm, I've said it before, Brian. <laughs> Listening to me while you have sex is not a contraceptive. <laughs> Get it? Because he thought he's like. No, I thought if I listened to Greg, why? Well, if I plowed my girlfriend, let's she hear, would get pregnant. Let's hear. Alan and now up. she's got twelve babies in there. <laughs> it's a litter of Brian's. <laughs> let's hear Alan out. Oh, Alan! It's a litter of Alan. Yeah, I was like, how did I get up in that womb? I know. I thought you, did, you turned this around to Brian. I'm like twelve Greg babies up in a womb. What if that's what happened? If when P- you had sex with someone, you listened to a podcast I was on. It changed your DNA, like made from Lava Ryan. And <laughs> Twelve it, little Brian. It, it put out your DNA into 
Like, you, babies, like babies, kids, just roam around. Babies, <laughs> <laughs> kids. <laughs> oh my god. Just roaming around saying "brat" at the theme park. <laughs> Oh my god, this is wow. the best episode of GameCube we've done in quite a while. We should do episodes this delirious, this late in the Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's, it. You can tell we're not on a normal game. We were recording in the afternoon, which yeah. always has mixed results. Yeah. Anthony's dead. He hasn't said a word, but sighed intently. <laughs> He's got his head in his hands. He's I de- love his t-shirt, though. He's wearing this USG Ishimura t-shirt that I'm, I'm really jealous of. That's from that uh, 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 the t-shirt people Scott Lowe works with sometimes. Yeah, yeah. until they get a cease and desist. <laughs> Man, it's the air ray of sunshine. Um, okay, here we go. Okay, Alan. Yeah, yeah. Greg Miller failed me. Yeah, I'm writing this because I feel hurt Ugh. by Mr. Miller. I recently read your review of Uncharted Three a few times over. I did this because I was unsure by it. At first read, it seemed like normal, run-of-the-mill review of Greg talking up all the good things he likes. Then I see the score of a ten. Shocked. As I was almost casted it to pure fanboy love. I'm reading in his own yeah, broken English. Yeah, you, know, you do well. I let a day go by, feeling like I was too harsh, and decided to read it again, then again. <laughs> I would love to just see the montage of the day going by. He's, <laughs> just sitting, there like, <laughs> he's sitting in a park, feeding ducks, just thinking about the tents. <laughs> then it finally hit me. For the first time in the years I've read Miller reviews, I was hurt, saddened, and felt betrayed. I love this site, and I love the reviews that come from it. I'm not going to say the game deserves any type of score. I have not played it, nor am I dying to play it. What (laughs) What hurt me the most was in what Greg said in the review. Everything is just perfect. There is no objectivity. It just reads as if Greg was so wrapped up in the love of Uncharted that he forgot he was reviewing the game. In your recent review of Batman, you start off by pointing out things the game did wrong by you, and that they... And that they outweigh all the things it does correct. That is what I want to hear. That is what I like most about your reviews. Hearing what what a game you love and enjoy has faults. Please tell me some of the things you found that were not right with this game. I know it's not perfect. I want to hear those imperfections. (laughs) A 10 is not a perfect score. Mm -hmm. A 10 does not mean the game is flawless. I remember that at IGN, our written reviews and our video reviews go hand-in-hand to make a full picture. A review is not objective ever. It's always subjective. I know. My my video review is a top-level look at the game, right, where it's a little bit more not down in the sand where I'm talking to you about, like, what Drake is and what Sully is and blah, blah, blah. So the biggest complaint I have about that game is in the video review, and all I say is there's a couple battles towards the end of the game where it's like... You know, it's uh, you're dying. You're like crap. I got you. Got to take people out in like a certain order, mm. and that's it. And like I and I wrote, I wrote the VO before I wrote my written review, so I say that in the VO, and then by the time I get to the written review, it's like that's gameplay. That's how Uncharted always plays. I don't know if I can really fault it for that's how it does it. That's how it brings that in. Mm. So that's not the point. And also, there's you know, luckily we live in a world where there are dozens of reviews out there. So if what? I didn't hit on something, you don't have to worry about it. I did not fail you, however. Why do people get mad at good reviews? I don't get mad at everything. I know why people do, get mad at bad reviews, but why do people get mad at tens? Regardless of whether, whatever the score was, whatever is good or bad review, why was why is this guy hurt, Saturn, saddened, and Saturn. Bet- Saturn. betrayed? Like, what, why is he taking betrayed. your review so personally? I don't know. It's because, not even a game he's particularly excited about. He says, "I don't understand that." I, I guess I'm guessing down the maybe he was a big Batman fan. and He felt I was very critical of that, and I wasn't critical of Uncharted. But you loved Batman. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So what's the pro- you loved both these games? Yeah. What's the problem? The, it, people like to complain. I don't know. I, I mean, it's Alan and I thank him for reading. You know. And Alan, to it, to his credit, he does say he's a big fan, and he says... And he listens uh, to GameScoop, obviously. He says, I've converted four friends to listening to this podcast. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside, and we really appreciate that. Dear Alan. four friends, punch Alan in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe just give him a slug bug in, yeah. the, arm, in the arm or mm-hmm. something. Remember, yeah. Tell, are, tell them to lighten up. These are yeah. all just opinions. If you've agreed with me on other games, you're going to really agree with me on this one, probably. God, Alan sounds like the type of guy that, like, you look at his girlfriend, and he's like, what, you want to fuck my girlfriend? <laughs> like, just let take a chill pill Whoa! Out. Where did that come from, man? I'm just saying, he feels so hurt and betrayed. Today. He feels so hurt and betrayed by Greg's review. I'm trying to imagine what else must make him feel like he's been hurt or wronged by someone. But he wouldn't, like he wouldn't say anything to, to people. He would just walk through the park and feed uh, the ducks. Yeah. Uh, I sneezed and stared at the clouds until it turned into Greg's Uncharted review. A perfect 10 cloud <laughs> Oh, my heart. Uh, continuing with the Uncharted questions. Sure. This is Michael in Seattle. Hey, Michael in Seattle. I dig the show and the energy that all of you bring to the game's news. Yeah! A thought came to mind when I heard that one of you had reviewed the new Uncharted multiplayer a week early. When a game journalist reviews the multiplayer portion of a game before the general public has access to it, who is the journalist playing against and with? 
Are there people working for the games industry whose job it is to play the multiplayer portion of games with reviewers? It's interesting the, the voice you're putting on. At first, it, 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 the voice I think fit, and then at the end, I'm like, "Well, okay, hold on." He's, oh, sorry. He's asking honest question. Am I slipping? Yeah. I'm slipping yeah. out of character. Yeah. Yeah. He got yeah. smarter by the sorry. second. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the, I think actually, when you want to talk about it, Uncharted is probably in the grand scheme of things, games I played at least, uh, the best pre-release review of a multiplayer game you could imagine because the Subway beta yeah, is in fact the final version. You didn't review the multiplayer before it came. I guess, and he's saying that oh, because he had the, the, the whole review was a week early. Exactly. So, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. so commonly, like for Killzone for instance, I reviewed that with the multiplayer the day it came out, or uh-huh. even before. That was way before Killzone came out. And that was based off of multiplayer sessions with other journalists and people yeah. from Sony filling in for all the slots, making for, sure we, we have full just, games. We just recently did it with Battlefield. Yeah, yeah exactly. Same, for games, thing. they set up times as PR people and then with journalists and developers and everybody else so you get, in, get on and use the servers and test them and blah, blah. Yeah. However, the difference here with Uncharted is the Subway stuff is the final multiplayer. That's what, Outside of cooperative, which you can't do through Subway, and no, just outside <laughs> of cooperative, I reviewed multiplayer through Subway. That's where the, say, the review probably, documentation uh, says play there. I'm a level 23 or 5 now. I, I was going to say, you probably put in more multiplayer time Prior to the review for that exactly. game, than we put in for a lot of games, just yeah, because yeah, yeah. The, the, you had such a good access to it. Yeah, because everybody has access to it. So I mean, I was playing against you, sir. That's who I reviewed it against. <laughs> this is Singing Pigs. Oh, I like Singing Pigs. Yeah, he's he's a, a long time IGN yeah. uh, fan. There, my IGN. Get on, follow him on Singing Pigs on good, my IGN. Good friend of ours. He says I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Uncharted Two. Okay. Of course, I love the presentation, the character animation, and all those action movies as video game set pieces that make the game what it is, but I couldn't get over how incredibly repetitive the gameplay was. Climb, shoot, rinse, repeat. By the end of the game, the presentation couldn't excuse the gameplay anymore. I just wanted it to be over. My question is, do you think I would find the gameplay in Uncharted 3 any more compelling, right. or is it likely I would walk away? Anthony has no patience for these guys no. today. I could, well, because like, there's a little something that someone clued me into at one point. It was actually Peter Eichmann's. He said it best, which is that every game... If you distill it down, is repetitive. Oh, no yeah. matter what, Mario, you go through every level and you jump on things and collect things, and then it ends. Like you can always <laughs> distill it down That's to true. be to be super repetitive. It's the games that hide it from you the best. Zelda, you go through a bunch of dungeons and fight a boss over and over again, and then save a princess at the end. Tetris, uh, you throw down <laughs> some blocks until you die. Call of Duty, you go through levels and you shoot guys until you see a slow motion part at the end. Well, it's. So okay, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Repetition isn't necessarily a bad no, thing it's, because it's, a lot of the games, games hide it from you. A lot of games I can think of. Think of Peggle. Yeah. Think of uh, I love Puzzle Quest. Clans versus Zombies. You I do love the same thing the, over the and over. Again. Games. I love just grinding, level grinding in Disgaea, and I'm doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it's fun. It's just they hide it. It is repetitive, but still fun. You don't ever think about it as repetitive because you're having so much fun. Yeah. And for Uncharted, it does that for me because the cutscenes and everything break it up to such a nice degree. I thought, I thought the pacing in Uncharted 2 was awesome. Yeah. I, I love the way they and just kind of like. That, that's what makes it hard to t- tell him if it's going to be better because I think he's, he's, a, he's an outlier, right? Most yeah. people loved Uncharted 2, so it's really hard to say. I think this does a great job. Of it, my, like I said, my whole my whole reason I think Uncharted Three is so good is because I was I thought it was unexpected. Yeah, like my I was let down I, by Uncharted Two being a, the reviewer of Uncharted One. It, 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 Uncharted Two definitely is like remember all the things we did in One. Yep. Well, we're going to jump along those same talking points. Exactly, that and, was my and problem. Three definitely has a different pace. <laughs> exactly, I played Two and I was like, oh, this guy's going to betray us. And then yeah, where's uh, where's Supernatural? There's Supernatural. You know, I mean, like you, told, I felt beat for beat. I knew what Uncharted was going to do, which took me out of the experience and made me not like it as much. Whereas this one, I think from the start when they start on a melee focus and they show how much they've learned as far as framing and making something cinematic and then chapter two which is completely off the wall and then as you get way down the line there's Stop so it. many mo- I know. Well, I, no but I haven't written for anybody yet and I'm not going to do that yet that, that being said if he didn't You're like two me. you gave me a copy yesterday and it's yeah, still why haven't you played it because I've been swamped whatever it's still sealed so okay. I'm going to rip it open tonight I'm going to yeah. yeah, last night I'm sure you had, had a really long evening of drinking at your house I didn't. I, had, I actually started drinking at 6 last night at a Need for Speed event. Oh, good for you. Which is interesting. Fun game. It was. I've never seen a dude eat a burrito so fast in my entire life. A dude? There was a guy there who ate a burrito in probably 3.6 seconds. I would like to see Anthony. Yeah, Just, I, I, I wanna, now I want to meet this person <laughs> and walk up to him beating my chest. <laughs> Batman Arkham City, yeah. I think, is an example of a game that, that actually uh, has a lot of variety in the gameplay, and that maybe I could have used even more repetition in, because my favorite part of those games is when you're, you have a room, and there's a bunch of guys in it, and you have to take them all out. Yeah, you know? figure that's out a way to yeah. do it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I love doing. Yeah. And, and I, want, I, want, I wish I had more of that to do. Okay. I mean, I guess you probably do that on the challenge map, too. But like, exactly. It's just in the story mode, like, that's, that's what I want to do over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. fun. 
Okay. But anyway. But yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway to say pigs, I mean, Uncharted yeah. 3 is great. So but, I don't know, I'm, I'm lukewarm on it. But hard. for him, I would say he should like try it before he buys it, just because he sounds like he's not particularly into it. Well, yeah. what's he going to try though? He's going to try a part that either has shooting, climbing, or running. Well, in if it. he starts in the beginning, now it'll be different. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. This is Sam. Hi Sam. Hi Sam. He says, "Does anyone else's hands get sweaty playing games?" Of course. Yeah. I usually have to play holding the controller with a microfiber cloth or paper towel. Oh, wow, you got a problem. Or yeah. play with. <laughs> <laughs> or play with a cloth resting on my lap and pause every 15 to 20 minutes to wipe my hands off. Dude. Does anyone else deal with this? Anyone have a suggestion to deal with it other than holding the Didn't controller I, on a cloth? I, do, I do have a suggestion. Um, they made controllers with, with fans yeah, on with, with yeah. air, air conditioning air Third-party controllers. controllers, yeah. 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 Oh, man, I don't even want to imagine what this guy's hands are like when he's doing things that require more focus. Like what? <laughs> They're fucking probably like water fountains. Yeah, can you loosen his grip maybe? Get some air <laughs> circulating through there? I don't I, I mean, once in a while, I'll, you know, yeah, maybe, like, but it's not like, yeah, it's not like this. Not a chronic problem. Yeah. It happens to me when I'm I'm up somewhere really high in a game for some reason. I get like really, really yeah. I, I'm not really afraid of heights, but in the video game, I'm like oh fuck. Okay. You can. I, they also make those like uh, biker gloves, right? Like not like motorbike, but like you're saying you should get some bikes. fingerless gloves. Yeah. yeah, Be a badass bro. Yeah. And put a fan on. You know, open a window. <coughs> <laughs> get get a cool ice. Hands sweat though. Wow. That's, that's, that's that is hardcore. That's, yeah. that's upsetting. Um, this is Kenneth Rodriguez. <laughs> says, uh, I just want to know who is reviewing Saints Row 3, and when can we expect it? Kenneth, I will be reviewing that and at the latest, November 15th, when the game is out. Maybe a day or two early. We'll see. Luke Kingsbury. Ooh. With the recent news that Kingsbury. I am alive. Uh, exactly. That's exactly what I think he sounded Luke like. Kingsbury. He needs to get famous and be, have, or have a segment on a radio show and they call it Kingsbury Rules, and he's like... Let me tell you about the parking here. No, he needs to be famous. Appleton, he needs to be famous so he can become a king named King Kingsbury mm. and rule the land. <sighs> Whatever happened to it's Frankie Barry? Like, no, no, stop, stop. What do you mean? It's on shelves right now. Is it? Do they still yeah. make it? No. They, they only make it during year. Halloween. Oh, they only you. make Frankenberry? Yeah. yeah. I thought they made that year round. It's only it's Booberry that they no, only Booberry make during Halloween. Booberry and Frankenberry are seasonal items. So Count Chocula. Count Chocula. All the time. Can, Count Chocula you can find in most places, some places. He's yeah. still hard to find. But he's, his seasonal friends are only in October. And don't even ask about Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brew because those guys died years ago. They're gone. <laughs> I just can't believe When I was a kid, Frankenberry you could get all year round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't support it enough. I guess not. I used to like Batman that? cereal. I stopped eating it. It went away. There's a secret. Michael Keaton was on the box. <laughs> Oh, when Ralston made cereals? And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll just make a shape. Throw them in there. Like, they made Ninja Turtle cereal. Yeah. They're like, hey, kids, you know when the turtles use nets all the time? We're like, nope. Like, Here's a cereal that's 90% nets. <laughs> and ghosts. Still left over from the There's Ghostbusters. Ghosts and nets and the turtles. And like, ah, we got a leftover from the, from the Ghostbusters. Brian, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that when you were a kid, you... you, you Enjoyed one of the few Nintendo cereals that were available. I was a cereal crackhead when huh. I was a kid. Wasn't there a Nintendo cereal that came in like a split box? Yes, yeah. and it was Mario and Zelda. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I used to eat they that. They did the same thing for nerd cereal. <laughs> oh my oh, god. They actually had a cereal bowl that was split down the middle, too. I'm crazy for this crap. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I can still see what makes Cinnamon Toast Crunch so good. Uh, I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch until it gets soggy. Mm-hmm. You gotta eat it fast. I like soggy cereal. Let's move on. That was no. deep. That was like I, I, I eat my cereal dry, right out of a cup. What? Yep. Or like a rabbit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a rabbit? <laughs> I take it. He's got a cat. rabbits eating cups of cereal. Yeah, I'm take, just saying, this is like the equivalent of like, hey, Pertillo, here's your dog chow, and I'm going to eat mine too. <laughs> That's usually how we do it. <laughs> I have a thing of shredded mini wheats. He has Great, dog you want to come over this, this weekend for a bowl of uh, dried pasta? <laughs> I won't boil. We can just crunch, sure. Sure. crunch it. Watch, watch some Cosby Show. Oh man, now we're talking. I don't think Jackie Brown feels well. She didn't, she didn't eat her food all day yesterday. Oh, my kid did that for a couple of days, and I got really scared. And then all of a sudden, she was like, "I'm over it." Yeah, I figured she'd get over it. But you can try canned food. Anything that smells yeah, especially fragrant. I had, I went to a raw pet food store over the last weekend and got this awesome chicken jerky. It's like four sticks of chicken jerky. And she went berserk for it. Yeah, so I had it in a plastic bag on top of the fridge, and because I, I would like tear stuff off and give it to her a piece at a time. But I came home one day this week, and it was she'd eaten into the plastic bag, eaten like all four. There's so, the, like chicken strips like this big, and there was four of them. So here's a cat wow. fact for people <laughs> that have had a similar problem to what Damon's having: is that when you feed cats something that's out of their normal diet and it's especially delicious, <laughs> that they will no, no, this is true. They they will then not want the regular food. They'll stop. They'll stop mm-hmm. eating because they'll be like, no, this is not jerky chicken treat. That's amazing. But eventually. 
I know what I want, goddammit, and it's not this. Up to four days is the most they'll hold out. Hmm. That's, that, you know, that's a catch-22, though, because you want to be like, hey, cat, I love you. Here yeah, you want to give him a treat. Things. <laughs> Don't die! Yeah. Don't die! <laughs> what is that? That's you talking to the cat that won't eat. Okay. You can't Why won't you eat? You really need to be on your phone right now. Have I, have I dropped that at all? I'm finding something to show Brian about Anthony. Okay. Anyway, we, uh, we were talking about Luke Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Let's, call, let's just call him King Kingsbury. King, Kingsbury? Look at Anthony. That's what he used to look like. Oh wow! What? Well, now I want to see. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna get passed around. That's great. Yeah, what that's are we a, talking that's a good about? Look for you, you got the Brillo top on your head. When did you look there. like this? What is it, why is that photo being passed around? Because <laughs> I remember I had been looking through my photos the other day, and I had seen a kitten photo of Jackie Brown. So then when he talked about Jackie Brown, I remember that I had this photo of kitten Anthony Gaius. Oh, you were just a young cat back then. Now I'm a big old fat man. <sighs> All short hair. King Kingsbury says, with the recent news that I Am Alive is moving from a retail release to uh, PlayStation PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade, do you think this will start a common interest with other publishers in the way that games don't seem to be up to scratch will just be published to PSN as downloadable titles? So I don't think it's fair to say that's the reason like, why I Am Alive is coming to... We don't know. Yeah, we still haven't seen that game. Could, right. could, could be. But we don't know. And that, I mean, I don't think it's a matter of saying, well, this game isn't turning out very well, so let's put it on XBLA. No, it could just be that yeah. they realized that uh, the the con- the gameplay was like really awesome, but it would only sustain like a four hour campaign. Sure. Or maybe mm-hmm. they had like a really cool four hour story to tell. Like, or maybe they ran out of resources and they're like, well, we can't really fund the full you know like ten hour retail games. So let's make it you know a more yeah. modest effort, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what that game is like. Me too. I yeah, I just want to see it coming soon. Yeah. This is Mr. Kyle Specker, Speaker. Hello, Mr. Speaker. I have a bold <laughs> prediction about Grand Theft Auto V that I'd like to share. Bold predictions! I think Microsoft will secure GTA V as a launch title for the next Xbox. With the PlayStation 3 launch to follow a few months later. What? That would be... Okay, that is a bold prediction. Our new console that can do these amazing graphics, it'll be out a launch title there, and then six months later it'll be on the PS3. Oh, no. There's no textures. It's all wireframes. I don't. Th- what would they do? Downres it, I guess, to be on the PS3. And by downres, it sounds really stupid because right now the PS3 is not. Bad well, it could looking. be off, it could be on the next PS3 also, I guess. But. Companies don't think like eight-year-olds in a playground where they're like, "I like the PS3, only, I like the 360." No, they want money. So they're going to put on everything that has a pulse on the same day. They've only well, made, but there are exclusive games. I mean, it's true. And, and, and Brian, both yeah, Sony and Microsoft here, but, want to have exclusive games. But Brian, GTA Five. What Brian's saying is the chances are GTA Five, if it comes out on the next 360, will probably come out on the 360 as well. Yeah. They'll have a 360 version because the install base is big mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like the legacy days of the PS2. I mean, it'll look like hot trash next to the new one. I know. That's still. the thing is, I don't know if Rockstar would do that because I mean, that's kind of like to make that's kind of like the engine. cheap way to. I mean, just it's just like nobody's gonna want the cheap version of the game. You know, they have to make a whole new engine though, because I don't know the engine. <clears throat> I don't feel like they do. They've only made like two games with that engine so far. So. Anyway, that's that's Mr. Speaker's bold. That, bold is, that, is, a, that is a bold prediction. He also says, along the lines of man etiquette that you have touched upon in the past, where does the scoop crew, scoop crew stand when it comes to snacking on fries or chips while waiting for the cashier to finish up your order at a fast food restaurant? I usually munch on a few while in line, but try to save some for the table. Yeah, try to save some for the table. Where is he talking about that you can snack on them while waiting for the cashier? Like at McDonald's, if they brought you... They like, don't do that, though. If they you brought wait. you fries and they're sitting there and they're like, oh, hold on, we have to go get your well, maybe he, maybe Reese's he's... cherry smoothie. No, 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 no. But, but okay, they don't... They you, big, you big whale. They don't, <laughs> they don't bring you your food, though, until after you've paid. So but you don't maybe have to he's at like one of the, like, uh, he's, like, like, the he's in college and he's doing the like cafeteria. The, exactly, mm-hmm. cafeteria serving. Yeah. Are you at the movies? They bring you your popcorn. You're waiting. That for does happen. Whatever. And here's and the bottom line: is popcorn. if you start eating it before they pay, you're a fat slob. But so is everyone else. So whatever. <laughs> here's here's a couple of things I don't do. I I don't like to. I don't want to finish my popcorn before the movie starts. No. So I might have a couple pieces, but I try to save until portion it out. Movie starts. You know? I'm also not one of those people who at the grocery store. Like starts drinking their whatever, or opens oh, up neither. their bag of peanuts before I, they're up to the register, the and then they pay for it. That's not, that it's already open and they're eating yeah, it. But this lady was eating a bag of grapes. Yeah, just I don't. No, around. I don't. Then you go up and you pay for the stems. So they're gonna bring up the stems. I don't, I don't what, are do you crazy. That. I've uh, kind of crazy person are you? I've done the thing with the drink before. I mean, sure. He's I mean, gonna walk around the store eating an apple. Go up there with an apple core, like an old <clears> trash pile. It's disgusting. This guy has a very majestic name. This is Robert Mastenbrook. <laughs> oh. Hello, Mr. Mastenbrook. Uh, of the West Virginia Mastenbrooks. 
Can you go over if the HD texture pack in Battlefield 3 applies to multiplayer as well as single player? Yes. Yes. It's for the whole game. So if you don't install it, both single player and multiplayer will look like Anthony is hot falling trash. asleep on his microphone. He's got his eye on it, like a pillow. You're going to get pink eye Who now? wouldn't yeah. install the texture pack? An idiot. People don't have an space. idiot. I mean, the difference is, is really night and day. It actually looks like when the N64 had the expansion pack and it was perfect dark, had two people in it. If you oh, didn't plug yeah. the thing into it. Oh, yeah. Good old days. This is Joey. What's up, guys? Oh! Great show. That was a good one. Thank you. Right? I've been listening to it religiously for about a year now. I like that. I like that people think of it as a religious experience. To get down to it, I recently got Batman Arkham City, and it's amazing. Yay! Probably the best game this year so far. It's defiantly one of my top five games of all time. Hmm. Now, my question is, do you think, what do you think of the upcoming title, Gotham City Imposters? Have any of you guys played it yet? <laughs> I know that it will be nowhere as good as the Rock City games, but I'm hoping it will still be good. I've played it. I think it's a really dumb idea on paper. <clears throat> you know, you're you're not Batman and you're not the Joker, but you're a member of the Batmans or the Jokers, and you run around shooting people in you know team deathmatch first person shooter combat. You know, shooting isn't Batman's thing at all. So blah blah. But in playing it, it was actually kind of fun. And it's campy, and it's got it's got like a lot of neon colors, and car- it's got a very cartoony vibe to it rather than anything you've seen in Arkham City or something like that. But why would anybody play that as opposed to every other first person? I have no idea. That's the thing. I don't know like who would motivates anybody to make first person shooters. When I played it, like I, it, nothing, <laughs> nothing about the first person shooter part of it stuck out. To Time me out. They have a trampoline. There's trampolines in there. You yeah. get the trampoline to jump over things. Yeah, no. Yeah, really. No. Well, he he does get access to like a beta or something, right? Is that Yeah, you, if you by buying the uh, buying the special edition of Batman Arkham City, you get a beta invite for Gotham City Imposters. So Arkham City is going to make or break this thing, obviously. And people are going to go in and be like, "Oh, it's got Batman." Yeah, that's Batman. more of it. I think it's just licensing of Batman. Yeah. This is James Hammond. He says, I don't have a gaming question, but I have a would you question. All right. All right. Here we go. Some of us at work were throwing different questions around. We stumbled upon a good one. Mm. For a hundred grand. Uh-huh. Already, yes. If the Games Group crew were on a plane, each of you was given five parachutes each. Four worked, but one was faulty and didn't work. And you had to pick one and jump out. Would you do it? Uh, does that mean we all have to pick one though? Is so like, we, we each get for our own each five. individually. We have five. I thought, yeah, I thought we each have to carry five parachutes. Yeah. So, no, no, so you're going to pick one ridiculous. and jump. And if there's, a, there's an eighty percent chance that it will work, and you'll get uh, what a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, which isn't that much money. No. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Would not do no, it. No, I would do it. I don't think we it, could. We all hold hands. It depends if you can. <laughs> if we piggyback or say we oh, all hug each then, other, <laughs> then we can share the parachutes. And no matter what, don't we, tell them ahead of time. I can't fail. It, no, depa- it depends pick what a day pop, you catch me on whether or not I do it. Pick a buddy and, and and jump. I wouldn't risk my life with a twenty percent chance of death for a hundred thousand dollars. I might. <laughs> you would? Maybe. Really? What do you Maybe. do? What would you do with a hundred thousand dollars? I don't know. Warcraft figures. Yeah, what are you gonna do with that? I don't know. Buy buy another corner for your bed. I have a dog. I'd have a dog all the time. <laughs> have a dog. You can get a dog for like for free. You apparently have expensive tastes in dogs. Yeah. I what do. do you want? What are you gonna buy? A gold dog? I want yeah, with a gold necklace. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jonathan from the Philippines. What up? Hey guys, I've been a big fan of the show for many years. I wanted to write in because I've been losing sleep over this for the past few weeks. Oh shit! Oh, no. PC executive editor Charles Onyet, aka PC, aka PC God, aka Mr. Slime, is commonly re- referred to as the Raging Canadian. <laughs> what about Miss Naomi Kyle? Isn't she from Canada too? Mm-hmm. Does true, she get a special nickname? Or is the moniker applicable to any Canadian-born no, no, citizen? No, no, there's one Raging Canadian. Yeah, yeah uh, Naomi's a really sweet girl. She's not really raging. About no. Yeah, because it's really the rage. ball of fury. <laughs> you, do you mean Charles? Oh, yeah, Charles. Yeah. They all look alike to you, huh? I had the, the, his beard the, is pretty white. raging these days. Yeah, his beard is off yeah. the charts. I think he doesn't even have to say a word. He's got that beard going for him. That's raging enough to be yeah. Canadian. Uh, so we don't have a nickname for Naomi. No, Naomi's yet. like secretly Canadian. I don't think anyone realizes Although at her desk, I heard her on the phone speaking French the other day, and it was weird me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it weirded me out, too. <laughs> also, she's a girl, so none of us know how to talk to her. Come right now. Uh, hey guys, just want to know how desirable Skyrim is to play in third person. I would prefer to see my character and use my sword in third person like Dark Souls, but can't find any lengthy video of this view. I checked with Charles. You can play the whole game in third person if you want, just like you can in but, Fallout. But it, it's totally it's awkward because you can't exactly tell ex- the the right length, like distance your sword to the guy and stuff. Like in Beth- in, in uh, 
in Oblivion, it was totally not viable. It was like interesting to look when you're running around beautiful environments, but combat was way, made way more difficult. You couldn't aim either, hmm. like in the same way. So proceed with caution, but you can play it that way if you want. One more email. This is from Christian Price. Christian Price. He doesn't really Everybody's have got a price. He doesn't really have Everybody's a. Everybody's gonna pay. <laughs> Everyone's Christian. <laughs> he doesn't really have a question, but he has a, a rather astounding revelation. Uh-huh. He says, "Okay." So the other day, I was high out of my fucking brain and walking on a busy street. In retrospect, this wasn't a good idea, seeing as I couldn't walk straight. But while I was doing this, I thought, who the fuck cares about anything at all? Who cares if people think I'm a gamer or a dork? I have touched boobs. Yes, I fucking have. This is all. Christian Price living up to his name. Yeah, look at that. He had a little revelation right there. He's a boss. He's right. Yeah. I think Moments was, later, Christian Price was found stuck to the front of a car. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking touched boobs, man. I touched bees like floating away from Earth. I touched titties. <laughs> That's not my phone. You can keep looking. I'm not mad Look at, you. at me. Go I'm ahead. Not mad. Look at me. It's not me. Look at me. That's I all the scoops. It's all the scoops it's we have. It's phone making it's anyways. Buried under all the papers. In trouble. I'm not getting anybody in trouble. I'm trying to end this podcast here. You're under arrest, Greg. <laughs> I have the right to remain sexy. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I don't know if you noticed, we were wrong on every police academy. Oh, yeah, title. every single every one. Every single one we, we were wrong single on. single police academy right. <laughs> right. I guess that means that at the end of the day, we're better than all the people that wrote us and told us the real ones. <laughs> That's all the scoops we have for you uh, this week. If you are uh, out enjoying Halloween parties this weekend, make sure you're being safe and taking good care of yourselves. We love all of you. Remember, listening to this podcast while having sex does not prevent pregnancies of Brian's. <laughs> it's little, true. Little kids. If you ever want to reach us, you will find us at gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Anthony. Yep. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.